On this episode of Kids Bible Breakdown, we're breaking down Exodus chapter 11 and 12. This one's a little long, but it's one of my favorites. The Lord's perfect timing for the Israelites to be freed was coming. So the Lord told Moses, I will bring one more plague on Pharaoh and on Egypt. After that, he will let you go from here. And when he does, he will drive you out completely. Tell the people to ask their Egyptian neighbors for articles of clothing and silver and gold because as the Lord had told them earlier, he was going to make the Egyptian people actually kind of like the Israelites. In fact, Moses was highly respected among Pharaoh's officials and by the Egyptian people. So Moses went and told Pharaoh, this is what the Lord says. Around midnight, he will go through Egypt and every firstborn in Egypt will die. From the firstborn son of Pharaoh who sits on the throne to the firstborn of the Egyptian slave and even the firstborn of the cattle in the field. There will be a loud cry all throughout Egypt, worse than there has ever been or ever will be again. But among the Israelites, things will be so peaceful there that not even a dog will bark. Then you will know that the Lord makes a distinction between Egypt and Israel. Moses continued to tell Pharaoh, Your officials will come bowing down before me, saying, Go, you and everybody who follows you. And after that, we will leave Egypt. Then Moses, who was very angry, left Pharaoh's presence. As the Lord had said before, he told Moses again, Pharaoh will refuse to listen to you, but I am using this so that my wonders can be shown in Egypt. Moses and Aaron performed all of these miraculous wonders before Pharaoh, but the Lord continued to harden his heart and Pharaoh would not let the Israelites go out of his country. Then we move on to chapter 12. The Lord gives Moses and Aaron instructions about how the people are to get ready. He told them, This month is to be the first month of your year. Tell the whole community of Israel that on the tenth day, each man is to take a lamb, either a sheep or a goat, for his household to eat. Choose the size of the lamb based on the number of people in the household and how much they eat. If one household is too small for a lamb, then they can join with their nearest neighbor. The animal must be a one-year-old male without any defects. The household is to take care of the animal to the 14th day of the month, and then everyone in Israel will slaughter all the animals when the sun sets. Then they are to take some of the lamb's blood and put it on the sides and top of the door frames to the houses where they eat the lamb. Then that same night, they were to roast the entire lamb and eat it with unleavened bread, which is flat bread made without any yeast. Whatever was left of the lamb that they didn't eat, they were to burn it before morning. God continued to give them instructions by telling them that they are to eat the lamb with their cloak tucked into their belts, sandals on their feet, and their staff in their hand, and they were to eat quickly. This night was going to be called the Lord's Passover, because on that same night, the Lord was going to go through Egypt and strike down the firstborn of both people and animals to bring judgment on Egypt. But the blood on the doors of the Israelites were to be a sign, and when the Lord saw the blood, he would pass over the home and no one in the household would be harmed. Then the Lord plans a party. He tells them all about how they are to celebrate this day every year as a festival to the Lord. I love the fact that God is already discussing how to celebrate an event that hasn't even taken place yet. He tells them that every year they are going to have a celebration called the Festival of Unleavened Bread from the evening of the 14th day to the evening of the 21st day. On the first day, they are to remove any yeast from their house, which is the ingredient that is used to make bread fluffy and used in a lot of other things. 
Then for seven days, they are to eat bread made without yeast. Anyone who eats anything with yeast is to be cut off from the Israelites. They are also to gather together to worship God on the first day and on the seventh day. And they are not to do any work during the festival except to prepare food for all the people. Then Moses gathered all the elders of Israel and told them everything they need to do. He told them to go and select their Passover lamb. And once they slaughter the lamb, be sure to take the blood of the lamb and put it on the top and sides of the doorway. Moses said, None of them should go out of their house until the morning after, because when the Lord goes through the land to strike down the Egyptians, any household doorway covered in the blood of the lamb would be spared, and those inside would not be harmed, but the others will face his judgment. Moses also told them, when they finally get to the land that the Lord had promised them, make sure to have the festival every year as the Lord commanded. And when their children ask what it means, tell them, This is the Passover sacrifice to the Lord who spared us when he struck down the Egyptians. Then the Israelites bowed down and worshiped, and they did just as the Lord had commanded. And at midnight on the appointed day, the Lord struck down all the firstborn in Egypt, just as he said. And the Egyptians got up during the night, and there was a loud cry throughout all of Egypt, because there was not one Egyptian household where someone had not died. That night, Pharaoh called for Moses and Aaron and said, Leave my people, you and the Israelites. Everyone, get out. Go worship your God. Take your flocks and your herds, just as you have said. Just go. But he also asked them to bless him. The Egyptians tried to help the Israelites out of the country quickly because they were afraid that they would all die if they stayed. And just like Moses had instructed them, the Israelites asked their Egyptian neighbors for all kinds of things. And the Lord made it so that whatever the Israelites asked for, the Egyptians gave it to them. The Israelites traveled out of Egypt. There were 600,000 men on foot. That's not even counting the women and children, not to mention the huge flocks and herds of animals, and the Bible says many others went with them. They left Egypt in such a hurry that they didn't even have time to add yeast to the bread and let it rise, so they had to bake it flat. You see a theme going on here with the whole no yeast flat bread thing? God told them they were going to celebrate this event every year with a celebration called the Festival of Unleavened Bread. It's like God knew what was going to happen before it actually happened. (laughs) So the Israelites left Egypt after being there for 430 years. The chapter goes on to tell some more instructions for the Passover meal. Anyone that was just traveling through the Israelite community during the Passover meal was not allowed to participate. But any family servants or people from other countries who wanted to participate in the Passover meal could, but they would have to be circumcised first. If you remember back in Genesis, this was the permanent skin mark that men did to show that they were in a commitment with the Lord. The Lord went on and said that the meal should be eaten inside the house and none of the meat should be taken outside. Also, they were not to break any of the lamb's bones. And the Israelites did just as the Lord commanded. Can you imagine how exciting this had to be for the Israelites? They had been slaves for their whole life, and God came to their rescue to do amazing things only God could do. But this story has so much more to offer. Let's recap part of it from a broader view. The Lord's judgment was coming, but God made a way for his people to be spared. They were to get a perfect, flawless lamb and put it to death, being sure not to break any of its bones. Then they were to ensure that their household was covered in the blood of the lamb, 
And when the Lord came through the land that night to pass judgment, when he saw some were covered in the blood of the lamb, he spared them. Do you all see it? This whole thing is the Lord telling us what he's going to do for us through his son, Jesus. He sent his perfect, sinless son to be our sacrificial lamb. He paid the penalty for our sin through dying on the cross. He was put to death for us, but not one bone was broken. Anyone who believes in this and commits to being one of his children is now covered in the blood of the Lamb Jesus. And when Judgment Day comes, the only way we will be spared is when our Lord sees that we are covered in the blood of the Lamb. There is nothing we can do to save ourselves. The only thing that matters is being covered in the blood of the Lamb of Jesus. Wow, how amazing is that? But the Lord gave us even more. You know how the Lord told them to celebrate what the Lord did for them by removing all the yeast from their house and not eating any for a week? Guys, this was not as easy of a task as it sounds. Yeast is in a lot of stuff. Now, it was probably easier back then than it is now where we buy all kinds of pre-made foods without knowing every little ingredient that's in it. But imagine if you had to remove all the yeast from your house. It's not just bread. Did you know lots of soups have yeast in them too because of the broth? Did you check inside your sofa cushions and get out all the crumbs? Under your fridge? In your stove? And the crazy thing is, is that even a little yeast can have a huge effect. And once it's mixed into food, there is no way to get it out. It's not just like raisins in a dessert where you can pluck it out. You have to just throw the whole thing away. And guess what yeast symbolizes? Sin. This was meant to be a reminder to people of the effect that sin has on everything how a little sin can ruin so much, and how we can never really be fully rid of it by anything we do. Our only hope is to accept the gift that Jesus gave us by taking the punishment for us. The Lord saved his people that day, and he's still doing it today. And he loves us so much that he has been telling us for thousands of years in all different ways what he was going to do for us so that we didn't miss it. What an amazing God.